she will have reduced her client load probably 70% and is still making as much, if not more money than what she has been making. Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help consultants, coaches, entrepreneurs, and small business owners build their businesses after long careers as employees. We believe you should be able to do more of what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. Today on Smashing the Plateau, I'm speaking with small business strategist, executive coach, and operations consultant, Kylie Peters. In today's episode, you will learn how you can turn your unique strengths and skill sets into a profitable business to build the life you want and love the work you do. Stay with us to hear all the details. How do you feel about where your business is today? Most of us do our best work in collaborative, supportive environments. Come explore ours. The Smashing the Plateau community can help you build your business through engaging discussions, live events, a private communication platform, accountability partners, and lots more. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Kylie Peters. Kylie is a serial entrepreneur, small business strategist, executive coach, operations consultant, and brand marketer with nearly 15 years of industry experience. She's on a mission to help 1 million women build more financially free and fulfilling lives. Kylie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is great to have you on. So you have had a a fascinating career, and I'd love to hear you describe it. Because 15 years of industry experience doesn't really cut it. You've done some really fascinating (laughs) things in different industries that have kind of led you to what you're doing now. And I'd love to hear, you know, just hear you describe it. Yeah, happy to do so. You know, I'm a big fan of staying wherever you are for as long as it feels like it's serving you and you're you're doing the work that you want to be doing. So for better or for worse, I never really celebrated a two-year anniversary at any company I worked at until I started my own. So I bounced around. I was in the university world for a little while. I bounced around agency world. I went client side at the Second City Um, which was my dream job at the time. I fell madly in love with uh, long-form improv in Chicago. Then I worked for some ad tech companies. And along the way, what I realized was uh, my constant sense of curiosity and specifically the digital space always allowed me the opportunity to keep learning, which I advise and recommend for everyone, (laughs) because I really don't think that there's any downside to continuously being curious and continuously learning. And in doing so, what I realized was the people that I loved the most and that I wanted to help the most were small business owners. And over the last few years, it's become increasingly clear to me that to add one more caveat and qualifier to that, people who identify as women small business owners, that's really where my heart is. And so, you know, we're all, uh, we're all the culmination of our life's experiences. Well, where I am today is a culmination of 15 years of digital marketing experience when digital marketing was just becoming an industry. <laughs> Nearly, well, I guess you'd probably say longer than that. As an entrepreneur, I started doing uh, freelance work when I was 18 years old. Longer than that, if you count the, you know, 
selling cookies and lemonade stands and making Beanie Baby leashes and sleeping bags and selling them for quarters back in elementary school. And over the last six years, specifically, I've fallen so madly in love with entrepreneurship and the operations and infrastructure and the running of the business that I shut down the agency I ran for the last six years so that I could go all in on the executive consultancy that I currently run called Rain 9. And we primarily focus on helping women small business owners build more profitable businesses and also build more fulfilling lives. Because I know from experience and from speaking to many other women that so often when we come into the world of entrepreneurship, we're so focused on building quote unquote successful businesses that we oftentimes forget how we actually define success. And it's a very personal definition. So I'm really focused on doing that work right now and helping women get really clear on what success looks like to them and then building their business and their business strategy in alignment with their personal goals and values and the things that light them up and give them energy so they can live the lives they want, which generally speaking include financial freedom and personal fulfillment. I love the way you have become focused on this particular niche and this aspect of what small business owners, particularly women, want. Yeah. It's it's been a, an army crawl of an of a journey to get there, but we feel really good about where we are. <laughs> right. Well, isn't it pretty much always an army crawl? And you don't you don't appreciate yeah. it unless it's been an army crawl. Oh, for sure. If it's just handed to you, it's like, oh, this is whatever. That was great. No, man, it's the blood, sweat, and tears, and not knowing if you're going to make payroll and how you're going to pay rent, and yeah, you got to get through that stuff first. <laughs> Absolutely. Kylie, what does success mean to you? So success to me is freedom of space and time. So I've done a lot of work with my coach recently on defining my relationship with space. And she recently just helped me realize that I think space and time for me are the same thing. So freedom of time slash space and money. It's not that I'm trying to be a billionaire in the world, but I want to get to the point where I don't have to worry about money. And I think a lot of people are in that boat. But again, I think that depends on the life that you want. So for me, it's freedom of time and money and then autonomy and space. And what do you find success means to your ideal client? So we actually are waiting for the results. We just did an original research study. So I should have the official research in my hand next week. And we'll be releasing this study uh, in spring of 2023 as well. So uh, stay tuned for the official response. But in my unofficial research, women want time and they want autonomy and space. They want flexibility. So they want to be able to live life on their terms. They don't want the confines of a nine to five because especially for those who have children, and this is fair to say for anyone who has children, but especially for the women, you know, they want to be able to pick kids up from school and then hang out with them and have dinner and put them to bed and then work, right? Or get up in the morning and have some early time just for themselves and have a few hours of of high productivity during the day. And then again, pick up their kids and like, and focus on that, right? That's a, that's a big, a big thing for them. I'm also hearing a lot of women say that they want the opportunity to be a financial contributor to their family 
on their own terms. You know, and again, I think it's different for everybody, right? So that's a that's an important point to uh, to identify here is that definition of success is personal. So if you're listening and you're like, no, Kylie, that's not how I define success. That's okay. I hear you and good for you for knowing how you define success. But generally speaking, this is what I'm hearing from women is they want to own their time. They want to own their money. They want flexibility to live their lives. How hard do you think it is for women to be able to define success for themselves? Unfortunately, I found it to be quite challenging. We do one-on-one workshops and then we also do group workshops that we call the Defining Success Workshop Series, obviously very intentionally. But when I have these initial conversations with women to see if this is the right path for them or not, oftentimes so many of the women I've spoken with get quite emotional when asked, what do you want? Because many of them, especially older women, are like, no one's ever asked me that. And it's heartbreaking, truly. Like you deserve as a, as a human being, you deserve the opportunity to be truly happy. And to be truly happy, I think you need to be able to define success for yourself. And that includes what you want. And having that time and space to reflect upon that, like, do you want to escape to the woods and have no communication with anybody and live off of your own sustainable farm? That's okay. That's great. And if you can name it, it's much more likely to happen. But so many women haven't given themselves the time or space to think about what they want. And I'm not saying all, not by any means, I'm not saying all, but many of the women that I speak with, either nobody has ever asked them what they want, they haven't really thought about what they want, or they're in a career, which I know is relevant to your audience. They're in a quote unquote successful career, probably a corporate career, and they don't want to do it anymore, but they're like, well, I've been in marketing my whole life, so I guess I should just be a marketing consultant now because I don't want to work for corporate. And it's like, well, you could if you want to, but if you don't want to do marketing, you probably have a number of other skill sets that you don't even realize. And we could connect these in really interesting ways and create a very unique opportunity for you to truly do what you want. And many women or many people, I should say, haven't really thought through that process for themselves yet. I've seen that as well. I wondered if you could share perhaps a story of someone who hasn't gone through this process before of clarifying what success looks like for them and how they have come out the other side. Yeah. I have a client to be nameless. I have a client. She's an older woman in say her fifties. And she was one of the women who got quite emotional when I asked what she wanted, she was like, well, I don't know. No one's ever asked me that. I have a family. My family means everything to me. I love my husband very much. I'm in XYZ career path and I don't know. And I was like, okay, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Let's start with where we are, right? And we went through a series of questions, which is how we conduct the work that we do to help give her the space to think through and to feel, et cetera. And to find the confidence to really own what she wanted and then do something about it. So we've been working together for about a year and she has had her business for over a decade. And some of the work that we went through, she was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. I couldn't name any of this before now. 
And so what we've done is we've helped not only clarify the business that she currently has so that it's easier for her to get through the work that she's doing, but we've also set up the plan for her to transform it into a consultancy, which is what I found. A lot of women are like, I don't want to manage a team. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be responsible for all these people. I just want to do the work that I want to do and have that be it. And so now we're, it's exciting to say that by, I'd say probably summer of 2023, she will have completely transformed her business into a consultancy and she will be making the money that she wants. She will be working the hours she wants. She will have reduced her client load probably 70% and is still making as much, if not more money than what she has been making previously. And she's just through the moon. So excited about it and excited to be doing, because she's been doing a lot of work she didn't want to do, right? She's been doing all the work that everybody else has asked her to do. And she's a kind human. And she said yes and did all the things, right? And so during, over the last year, we've worked on this process together. And so by this summer, she's very excited to be launching a new brand and launching a new business and only doing the work that she likes to do and in a way that serves her working 50% or less of the time that she's working now and making the money that she wants to make. And it's, it's lovely to watch her talk about it as well. Like she's so excited. Kylie, could you talk a little bit about the process that business owners or frankly, individuals need to go through in order to figure out both what they want and how to get there? Yeah. So I've designed an infrastructure that I call the DNA of success. So it stands for definition and alignment of success. And I believe that this infrastructure, so on the, you start, it's, it has two sides, right? That's right. I'm, I'm speaking it. So I have to, I have to visualize it for all the listeners. So on the left side is the owner and on the right side is the business. And it's important that we start with the owner first because you can't design a business to support what you want as a human if you haven't named what you want as a human, right? So I think there's three core elements that need to be addressed when defining success and then also when aligning your business strategy to your personal goals and values. The first is intention. So I think that is, why do you exist? Or why does your business exist? And who do you want to serve as an individual? And who or your audience does your business serve? Oftentimes, those end up being very similar. They don't have to be, but the goal is that they align. So if you're like, I really want to serve moms, like as a human, if you were like, I really want to help moms, and then your business is all about helping construction workers in male-dominated fields make more money, that's probably not going to align with your personal purpose. Not necessarily. There could be a very creative way to spin that, but just generally speaking, right? The second is uh, your energy. So often we get into committing ourselves to things that don't actually serve us and drain our energy. And so my challenge to anybody listening is to think about all of the things that you are currently committed to or are doing in your daily base on your daily life in work and in your personal life that you hate. Like just hate. Like do you really hate meal prep or doing laundry 
or answering emails or whatever. Like make that list of things that you hate doing and then decide if there's anyone else that could do that for you. Because the opportunity to delegate those things, somebody else loves doing those things. Surprisingly enough, some people love laundry. Some people love email. Some people love these things, right? But giving the gift of somebody else to do the thing that they love so that you don't have to is a double win, right? So taking a look at what gives you energy. I think this in this category, it also includes what you want as a human. So like I said, for myself, I want time and freedom of space. So for me, that looks like I don't typically take calls on Mondays or Fridays so that I have that space for myself to think. Because for anybody else out there who's like a creative person, you can't just sit down and be like, okay, I've got 60 minutes. I'm going to think, and it's going to be great. And I'm going to come up with a life-changing, you know, it's, if you can do that, awesome. And please give me a call. I'd love to hear your tips. But not on Mondays or Fridays. But not on Mondays or Fridays. You can shoot me an email and then I'll respond to you later. But for me, I realized I needed space, uninterrupted space. So that was something that gives me energy. And what takes my energy is back to back to back to back meetings. So I'm in the process of figuring out which meetings I need to be taking and which meetings somebody else can be taking. And same thing for your business. So I want you to think about that from a personal standpoint and from a business standpoint. What are the things that give you energy and take your energy? Um, And that should also include your, your values and the way you want to show up in the world and your unique marketing messaging, right? So all of those things should give you energy. And if they're taking energy, then you need to be reevaluating and realigning what you're doing with yourself. And then lastly, I think what you really need to figure out in terms of defining success for yourself is time. So like I mentioned before, I've realized my relationship with time is equal to space. That's not going to be everybody's definition, but I think getting clear on what your relationship is to time and how you want to spend yours is really important because when you get really clear on that, it puts everything else into perspective. So if you're uh, on the left side under the owner, if your intention is, let's go with moms again. So I want to, I want to focus on helping moms live better lives, right? Uh, And then you get down to the time on your personal side, and you realize that you are spending no time with moms, no time at all, well, that might be something to adjust, right? If it's really important to you to serve moms, then some of your time should probably be dedicated to that, right? And then if you look over at your business, depending on your purpose and your why and who you're meant to serve, if you take a look at the way you're spending your time, and the energy that you're putting into the various activities that you're going about, if those things are not stacking up, then that's an opportunity to explore as well. So again, getting really clear on defining and aligning success, because it's one thing to define it. It's another to do something about it, right? And it doesn't happen overnight. It is a process, but getting really clear on those three main categories, I think is really important. I love that. So intention, energy, and time. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Carly, what's your experience been with community? I think community is whatever you decide you want it to be. I have been a member of a number of communities and some I'm far more active in than others. 
And for those that I'm more active in, I obviously get more out of it. And I think that's probably true for anybody. But I think it's about identifying what you are lacking in your life and finding the community to serve that void. And that's actually one of the reasons that we are starting our own membership base called the 100 Collective. And my goal in building the 100 Collective is to create a drama-free, mean girl-free, cattiness-free environment for women-owned small businesses who provide professional services that can find one another, do business with one another, learn from one another, and help each other grow. And we're calling it the 100 Collective because, again, our goal is to help women, women business owners. Our goal or our ask is for every member that signs up, we ask them to pledge to help 100 other women build a more financially free and fulfilling life. And so that's actually how we are planning on getting to our 1 million women. So our goal is to build this membership to 10,000 members who have all pledged to help 100 other women. They don't have to be business owners, just women in general to get more money in their pockets and find greater joy and freedom and fulfillment in their life. And we've got like a tracker set up and we've got celebration milestones set up. And it's not at all like some people are like, is this a pyramid scheme? It's like, no, (laughs) not a pyramid scheme, more of a mindset shift. So often, especially for women in the professional world, I think it's, it's getting so much better, but it still has room to grow here. There's been a doggy dog kind of world out there, right? Like, oh, there's only room for one of us at the table, blah, 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 blah. And so there's a lot of scarcity mindset. So what I hope to put out there is not only create a community that's welcoming and supportive and non-judgmental and educational and anything that anybody needs and wants it to be, but they can show up exactly as they are. Doesn't matter what you look like, what you wear, you know, all that matters is what is in your head and your heart really, and your willingness to help support other women. And so I'm hoping to shift this mindset from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset where there's just so much more for all of us if we all agree to make that commitment to one another. So really excited about that. That's launching uh, in February of 2023. So if anybody's listening and interested, you can learn more at the100co.com. And um, actually, I I have a little discount code for your audience. If now's an appropriate time to share it. (laughs) Now would be a great time to share it. Okay, great. So for anybody listening, specifically the individuals who identify as women small business owners, and we identify small business as less than 5 million in annual revenue. If you're interested in learning more about the 100 Collective, go to the100co.com and use the discount code SMASH S-M-A-S-H-S-H, sorry, SMASH 100. And um, we're very excited to offer that as 50% off of the annual membership for either Madeline or Sarah memberships, which are two of our three membership levels. And I will also toss out there too, if anybody who's listening and is like, oh, this defining success thing is really interesting to me. We are hosting group workshops in 2023 as well. And so you can go to rain 9 R-A-Y-N-E-I-X.com or ricksworkshops.com and use the discount code SMASH200 
for $200 off that registration ticket. So our early bird pricing is $26.95. So you could get this at $24.95 if interested. Sounds great. Well, thank you for sharing all that. And Kylie, yeah. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share your insights and a little bit about the work that you're doing. My guest today has been small business strategist, executive coach, and operations consultant, Kylie Peters. Thank you, Kylie, for joining us. Thank you so much. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. On today's episode with Kylie Peters, we learned how you can turn your unique strengths and skill sets into a profitable business to build the life you want and love the work you do. How do you feel about where your business is today? Most of us do our best work in collaborative, supportive environments. Come explore ours. The Smashing the Plateau community can help you build your business through engaging discussions, live events, a private communication platform, accountability partners, and lots more. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. I'm David Schreiner-Khan. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.